this? This is, this is Diversified, Diversified game. 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 A podcast giving entrepreneurial advice from a diverse and inclusive perspective with Kelly. He may agree, he may oppose, and it's more than just race, it's about, you know, ideas. Tyson. When you're going against the odds, you've got to be creative, you've got to innovate, you've got to stand out. And AL. Focus more on execution and application and less on excuses. So let the game begin. Hey, it's Kellen. And so, so AO. And today's guest is. Somebody you might have seen on TV recently on ABC Shark Tank. Today we have Cedric Cobb. Cedric Cobb of Best Wardrobe Solutions. Cedric, welcome to the show. Oh, I'm happy to be a part of the show. Thank you so much for asking. Well, well, Cedric, let me ask you to start. Are you still on cloud nine? Because it wasn't too long ago that you struck a deal on Shark Tank. So I want to know if you're calling us, you know, did you make it back to St. Louis? Or are you still still in the clouds on, on heaven's high? <laughs> I made it back. I made it back. What we did um, is, um, you know, thank God for Hollywood. It helps you, helps you be a lot more prepared. We actually we actually recorded for that back in September, and uh, and, it, and it actually aired, aired on Sunday. So on Sunday we had the biggest – I, I would venture to say we had the best Shark Tank watch party in Shark Tank history in our city. Um, wow. It was absolutely amazing. We had it at, at our at our city hall, and everyone was there. The mayor had celebrities, dignitaries, uh, pro athletes, uh, had pastors, bishops, executives, attorneys. It was a melting pot of folks, big, super huge red carpet. All the media was there, and we all got together and actually watched the show watch the show together it was explosive people can check it out on social media because it's it's just still buzzing that's what i'm talking no, about that that's great to hear can you can you give folks the background and talk about how you even form best wardrobe solutions and also how did you get so many celebrities before you even got on shark tank to get behind and wear your product Oh yeah, absolutely. So, so again, the name of our company is called Best Wardrobe Solutions, and it's the home of the Best Pocket Square Holder, which is our which is our which is our patented product. And the Best Pocket Square Holder is a device that actually holds a man's pocket square securely in his in his jacket pocket without it moving around or losing its fashion. It's basically a product that solved a century-old problem of how to keep pocket squares in place. We even tease people sometimes. We say that our product is to a pocket square what a belt is to a pair of pants. How do you wow. keep your pair? You know, how do you keep your pants up? You got to have a belt, suspenders, or something. But how do you keep your pocket square up? And guys go, uh. <laughs> so this product solves that problem. Uh, we've been very fortunate. We've sold our product in all 50 states. We've uh, shipped it to over 49 countries. We have over 500. We'll have right at 500 points of distribution across the country and growing, and we have over 35 celebrities, pro athletes, and television personalities who wear, love, and endorse our product as a result of it all. So, Best Wardrobe Solutions was birthed out of the out of the pure inertia from from the Best Pocket Square Holder, 
So uh, since we did such a good job of solving a age-old problem, many guys were clamoring for more. They said, well, when are you going to start selling ties? When are you going to start selling pocket squares? When are you going to start selling this? And I'm going, why do you need those things from us? You can get that stuff anywhere. I said, and they were like, well, because you helped us solve this problem and we trust you. So, so organically, we started adding all these other products to assist as well. And now we also do custom suiting because that's how we keep one of our business partners, Mr. Ray Lewis, that you guys may know, uh, Pro Football Hall of Famer. I dress him from head to toe as his celebrity stylist uh, when he's on when he's on every season doing broadcast. Nice, nice, nice. So, so Cedric, um, I'm I'm always uh, curious into the the mind of a of an innovator of a of a creator. What was it like going through the patent process? To, to finalize your idea that's now an invention that's changed fashion history forever. Yes, absolutely. Well, well I would say the answer to that is, is for, for, for me, the process, the process is pretty brutal, to be honest with you. <laughs> it is. It's uh and you know it's it's still it's still not an issued patent yet. It's uh it's it's still still patent pending, but it'll be issuing here probably in the next few months. So it's taken like four years in order for that to happen. You know, you only get like a twenty year run at this thing. Uh, mm-hmm. once you once you once you put it in a patent pending process, uh second that application goes in, you have from that point in the twenty years and then that's it. And you cannot renew right. it, especially when you do a uh utility patent. So uh, unless you have a different iteration of it, there's a couple little loopholes you can look at, but for the most part, you know, uh, it, it is, it's, it's quite, it's, it's quite grueling. And that process keeps a lot of people from launching what they have because yeah, there's always other entities that are out there that may have more resources than you do that could potentially take your idea and go do something amazing with it. But it's all a risk that you take, you know, it's all a risk that you take. And, and, you know, I would rather take the risk of going forward and knowing what I did than, than take the risk, that, than not taking the risk and never knowing, you know. Um, you know, you go back to Michael Jordan, you go back to Wayne Gretzky, they, they always say you, you, you miss 100% of the shots you never take. <laughs> right. So you, so you got to shoot it to have an opportunity for it to go in. Um, that process is, is uh, I'll tell you, is a very smart process to do because, mm-hmm. You know, probably one of the most irritating things is when people ask me, oh, man, you got a patent on this thing? And I'm looking at them like, are you freaking serious right now? Like, you know, do you, do you think I'm a, do I look like an idiot? You know, I'm just asking. Because if I look like one, I need to change my image. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, there's no way you put that much time, energy, and everything into something, money, research, and development, and do not get a patent, uh, especially in today's time. Or at least, or at least, try to go after a patent, or have that as a part of a person's strategic plan. So that's probably one of the more irritating questions I've gotten over the years, because uh, we do a really good job of packaging what we have. Okay. Solid. That, that is, wow! 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 And uh, just to kind of just, just piggyback off of the uh, like the the intellectual uh, intellectual property uh, portion mm-hmm. of it. Um. The, oh my goodness! Like I, I'm just, I'm just mind blown to just be able to to connect with you because like a lot of people don't know that like these things are available to them or they can look it mm-hmm. up or 
yeah. or be able to go go through the process that you did in order to uh you know protect their ideas like this this uh, goes back to something that um uh, the actress uh Viola Davis said and uh, like when she won her Oscar and you say like it's something to the and I'm paraphrasing but this is something to the tune of you know some of the best ideas haven't even uh been given birth to because they they end up in the in the graveyard because they either um uh dissuaded by you know just the the, the negative people around them or they just a lot of people get setbacks so i just wanted to take my hat off to you and say you are indeed an, an inspiration and just being able to connect to is uh is is quite amazing like thank you for being on diversify game wow thank you thank you I, I truly 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 appreciate that and you know i believe like viola davis believes uh for sure there are the best ideas of just you know they're sitting in someone's head right now they are and mm-hmm. and some some people they just don't they don't know what to do with it or they're too afraid or think somebody else is going to steal it i can't tell you how many people i've talked to that said like one lady she used to be uh miss virginia back in the day and she told me she said i was actually the creator of spanx i was like wow. really she said yeah she said i've been wearing i said i actually made a pair of spanx for myself back when i was modeling and you know she's like 50 maybe like 50 56 years old now you know she mm-hmm. said when i was doing pageants back in school you know back in high school and in college <laughs> she said, I actually made that garment and had been wearing it for myself for years. And she said, but I never did anything with it. So she's, <laughs> so uh, obviously, you know, the owner of Spanx is, run, is running a multi-billion dollar company and she has no business partners, none. She owns 100% of her company, which is amazing. Amazing, and my friends like I actually created those, but I never did anything with it. I'm like, I believe her, I believe her. But wow. great ideas are going to get out. Just from a spiritual standpoint, I'll tell you, you know, if if God has His agenda and He wants different things to be on the market and change people's lives and elevate industries, He's going to get it mm-hmm. out through a person. So He's kind of going through this rolodex of saying, okay, who am I going to give this idea to? He gives the idea to them. They have the opportunity to do something with it, and but it has an expiration date on it. So if you don't do it, he's going to give that idea to someone else. Wow. He's going to give it to someone else. And it's like whoever gets it done, the fastest wins. So, so there's no real time it, to just take it and wait it and, and hang on to it because my idea was an idea that somebody else got given as well. Wow. That's deep. And it, and it and it's not easy to do that anywhere, but especially in a place like St. Louis, which is like a small, big city. That um, <laughs> you, you know, called it, you got it, it right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've I, I lived I've lived next door in Kansas, and uh-huh. I, and I we've I've traveled to St. Louis um, over and over, and it's it's not it's not easy to get out, especially if you're, you know, East St. Louis or something. My mother said, what you doing over there? But can you talk <laughs> about, <laughs> you know, and I'm from Oakland. So she's like, what, what are you doing in East St. Louis? I I, I lived over, went to the same school you went to, and you're not supposed to be over there. But can you talk about growing up in St. Louis and, and, and what you did before this and, and what kind of in, inspired it? Were you always in the fashion? Uh, most people would expect because you have Ray Lewis that somehow you may have been connected to sports 
talk about the the background on that. Sure, sure. Well, you know, let me take it from here. Let me kind of let, let me kind of let me kind of backdoor my way into it. Um, when you really do your research and your development, it's important to know, like, who's who's going to support what you do. You know, does it have value uh, across the board, or does it have value outside of where you reside? And I knew that my idea is a global idea. So what I have is, just to give you the numbers, my hometown makes up less than 2% of our total revenue. Now, that sounds pretty pitiful, to be honest with you. But but what it boils down to, when you understand the dynamics of where you're at, is that typically when people launch a product, you launch a product because you, you launch a product with your friends and your family. And when you launch it with your friends and family, that sort of gives you a false sense of reality because your friends and family, hopefully, they come out, they support, hey, I got one, I bought two, I got five. And then once you cycle through all your friends and family, then your sales take a nosedive. So then it goes back to, well, how do I keep this thing going? And that's where most people really fail, like people who write books for the first time, people who start, you know, a little jewelry business for the first time, after they get to their friends and family, they're pretty much done. They're pretty much done because those were layups. And and now and now that that's over with, they have no idea what to do to keep it going. So I flipped it. I said, well, let me go ahead and be successful outside of my friends and family, and then my friends and family will be automatic. And and, and so that's that's really kind of how I did it. I had a lot of my friends going, when did you launch this? You wait a minute. You've been selling this for six months, and I didn't know about it. Or why didn't you say something to me about it? Or or, or this or that? Or this is like, oh, well, you know, I did it. I did it this way for a reason. And but it was everyone that was my friends and family. It was no convincing that needed to happen. They were already in. And so, so just to kind of rewind, if you will, uh, my roots started at at basically a farmer's market in St. Louis. My mother has always been a sole proprietor or or a uh, entrepreneur in some way. And so we, she's also very creative. So she's a, a, a third generation master seamstress. She's been sewing for 35 plus years. My grandmother was maybe 50, 50 some odd years. And then her mother, uh, she made all of her clothes growing up. You know, they, they couldn't afford to go to the store and have a maid. So all they did was buy a thread and fabric and they made all their dresses and hats and coats and all, all that other stuff. So third generation seamstress. I know how to sew too, but don't tell anybody because people want me to make stuff. <laughs> so I typically don't tell anybody. And and so that farmer's market helped me helped me really cut my teeth on business. And so I learned how to how how to greet people, how you doing, uh what brings you over today, how can I help you? You know, negotiations like, well I know you want ten dollars for but will you take eight? You know, and you kind of go through this whole jousting back and forth. And I just love the interaction of connecting a person to a product or, you know, people to a service. And I really enjoyed it as a kid. And um, I just kind of became addicted to it. Where some of my other buddies, they're at home on Saturday morning watching TV in their pajamas, eating Captain Crunch. And I'm out of the flea market making money and building relationships with people, with, uh, with folks that are old enough to be my parents. And um, coming home with some money, I come home tired, but I came home with the money, you know, and that was more fulfilling to me than getting sleep on Saturday morning because I was at the farmer's market at five o'clock in the morning. Um, and then my background from a retail, well, from a retail standpoint is I've always been in retail management. 
So everything from optical to cell phones to um, uh, advertising to uh, um, things of that nature. So I've been an executive in different companies like that, but I've always had fashion fashion and style at the forefront of everything that I've ever done. I just was not really doing it for, I wasn't like loud about it. I had friends that would call me and they needed to go to galas, proms, weddings, things of that nature, and I would just help them on the side. And I didn't, didn't really think about it being a business per se. And I was just really good at it, and people knew me knew, knew me for being able to do that. And um, and then, you know, once I went on my journey and said, you know, this is a major problem, and somebody needs to fix it. <laughs> and so I looked across the market. The only thing I could see that would fix it was a piece of cardboard with material sewed to the top. And I said, that's like putting a piece of trash in your pocket. Like, you know, a guy has on anywhere between three hundred dollars to $3,000 worth of clothes at any point in time, depending on his economic status. And there was not a dignified product on the market that fixed the problem. You know, not a Band-Aid, but something that, like, pocket this, so the cure for pockets for cancer, you know. And, wow. and, and so I went on that journey uh, after I watched the Steve Harvey show and found out that he uses fabric tape to keep his pockets for in place. I said, that's not realistic for the average man. It's not. You know, we we don't know how to put fabric tape and stuff and rig it all up and we'll mess around and forget the fabric tapes in there and send it to the dry cleaners and it'll mess up the garment. And it's like, that's, that's not realistic. It has to be a better product. So I got actually offended to know that the sharpest dressed man in America is using fabric tape to keep his pocket square in place. So I went uh, went, went on my journey and started to, started to actually create and launch the product. Yeah, beyond impressive. Wow. Like, so go ahead, Kevin. Yeah, go ahead, Am. No, go ahead. No, 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 no. I was just gonna say, like, everything pretty much was a was a build up to to where you are, like, right yeah. right now. Um, the Kel and I, we always have um, we've always had these uh, these these deep and insightful conversations just about uh, trust in the process and trust in the journey, and the, the most high take care of you. It's just yeah. gotta stay the course. One hundred percent. But you know, it, 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 I, I've had people ask me about my success with this, and they say, "Well, how does it mm-hmm. feel to have this level of success, or this or that, or this or that?" And I said, "Well, you know, I cannot, I cannot take credit for the results. I can't, mm-hmm. is because uh, from, because um, from a, because from a spiritual standpoint, God gives seed to the sower. We're not, mm-hmm. we're not, we're not." sowers on um, sorry we're, we're not reapers on our own power we're only reapers through his grace we're sowers on our own power we get to sow as much seed as we want to and the results are completely up to him so so the only thing i can take credit for is my obedience my sacrifice this amazingly positive mental attitude as i as i was going through all the all the all the peaks and valleys of this whole process and and um and then the last thing is I can take credit for the level of drive and determination that I've had. Those are the only things I can take credit for. The results were completely up to him. You know, to be on the Shark Tank show, uh, they they have more than fifty thousand people try out for this show every single year. Every single year, fifty thousand plus people is crazy, and the number keeps going up every year. And they narrow it down to only you know less than a couple hundred businesses that get to get on the show. 
less than a couple hundred businesses. So how do you go from, it's almost like winning a lottery sort of, you know? Um, but, but since I'm a spiritual man, I know it is God rewarding me for all the obedience and the sacrifice and, and putting him first and helping people understand that this is a kingdom business that I build and I make no bones about it. And I want to, I want to make sure the audience hears this clearly because when they saw you, you know, people see you on Shark Tank and they do see all the celebrities and you're, you're, you're a good, um, good sized person like myself, 200 yeah. plus pound. Yeah. Uh, 290, and, 290. I'll put I, it out there. I'm a big boy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and so when you, we, 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 when they see you and they say, oh, Ray Lewis, he had to be an athlete. And one thing we try to do here in giving the game is say that it don't look at one person and think that that has to be your path. But you weren't an athlete. You weren't in the NFL. You no. and nobody would have believed you when you were at the shoe department or the cellular store. Cause, cause, right. You know, we, we do our research and, and, and you're doing uh-huh. those things like, man, this guy is going to become, you know, this entrepreneur that solves this problem. If anything, if you would have told, if you would have had the idea, then people would have laughed at you and said, "Come on, man, uh-huh. you're you're dreaming," you know. So <laughs> it, it, it can't happen to you. It, it it doesn't have to be. You know, I went to the NFL and the NFL co-signed me, or I was playing for the NBA and the NBA. You know, that's because of all my connections. You really, what the kids like to say, got it out the mud, and uh-huh. uh, you know, from a place that does not have um, a lot of, you know, a lot of uh, positivity, um, at least in the media. I mean, I, lo- I love the city of St. Louis. I mean, the helicopter rides and that arch and everything. That comes with it. <laughs> I, I haven't done the helicopter ride yet. I know I live here, but I haven't, haven't done the helicopter ride yet, but I will. Um, to answer your okay. question, yeah, though. I had, to, I had to do it. <laughs> to address your question is is that I got to tell you that's one of the things that I'm really I'm really the most proud of is is you're right when you when you have already have a platform the NFL or Hollywood or NBA or anything like that it is an accelerator for guys it is it it automatically puts them in a position where people will at least listen to them now don't get me wrong it's a whole lot of celebrities who got a lot of terrible ideas. And and a lot of people support it just because of who they are and they're flops. So many of them are flops because most um, because you know no no offense to pro athletes and Hollywood guys and whatnot. So many of them are my friends, but they're 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 not necessarily business people. They've never really built something from the ground up. They don't understand R and D and and building the right team and uh, uh, you know advertising and how all this stuff works together full circle. How to negotiate? How to make how to make presentations, how to give presentations, how to follow up, how to cold call, how to do all those different things. They're not, they're not used to those types of things. So sometimes the ideas, they, they, they sound really good in your head, but when you actually get it out, it's like, that's not going to work. <laughs> and here's the reasons why it won't work. But when you take, when you take what I've been able to experience where, you know, and you just said it earlier, is all roads have led to this from being at flea markets back in the day and, you know, uh, um, working in working in the optical place and cell phones and selling shoes and and doing all those different things. All those skill sets have all come together for such a time as this. And what's great is that 
no one can say, oh, it's because he had the platform of the NFL. Oh, it's because he had the platform of the NBA. Oh, it's because he knew somebody. Well, Ray Lewis and I's relationship is only, is only you know, a few years old. And it was something that took cultivating over the years. You know, I actually have two Super Bowl champions as business partners. I have uh, Ray Lewis, two-time Super Bowl champion, and also uh, Pro Football Hall of Famer and extremely recognizable for all the things he's done as far as encouraging people and motivating and that type of thing. But I also have Roland Williams from the Super Bowl Rams, the greatest show on turf. He's one of my business partners, too. He was the, he was the starting tight end. And uh, he's appeared in two Super Bowls and won one uh, during a year of football that was just absolutely, you know, monumental. And and, and so those guys, and, and I count my my other business partners too, um, Pastor Rasan Jordan from the Advancing Church. And then I have uh, Dr. Lyndon Gross, who's the number one orthopedic surgeon here in St. Louis. It's so much of that all happened on the tail end of what we've been doing, not at the beginning. So, um, so with that is that we had to show, show and prove ourselves as people that were willing to be invested in that people would trust their celebrity with. It was a, it was a proving ground. It was never an entitlement for us, never an entitlement. And, and that's one of the things that I'm super proud of because they're, they're excited about being a part of what, of what we've built, not the other way around. And do you think that uh, it, it, going back to, you know, the NFL players not being good businessmen, I, I sometimes have a theory. I, I look at business like dating a lot of times, and the pretty girl never has to do the cold calling or the cat calling, right? She never has to go and, and do much to, to get oh, that's business. So good. But it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, an NFL player since middle school, high school, whatnot, People have always come to them, so they're not as hungry, I think, because I, I, I have some, you know, friends who do that well from childhood, and because they're not as hungry, it's kind of like I say ugly dudes rule the dating scene because they will go after everybody in that event, <laughs> in that club, <laughs> and try to talk to them. They got nothing to lose. Uh, so you you feel that the humble <laughs> beginning of not having, you know, that cosign help, you know, push you. I love that, and I, I don't think you could have came up with a better analogy than that. And 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 that is true. That that is true. We are we are definitely hungrier. There's no doubt about it. And you know, I I love being in that place. I, I do. I love being hungry, staying hungry, and whatnot. And for me, my whole life, I've built my life off of off of a capacity building. So for me, I'm. I've done several different interviews and some of the, some of the things I talk about is, you know, just really being able to strengthen yourself to build your capacity is, is, you know, just like anything, if, you know, if I'm going to, if I'm going to lift 300 pounds, it, it's not going to happen overnight. You know, well, I mean, this, you know, especially if I only can bench 200 pounds right now, it's going to happen over time. I have to continue to build my capacity knowing that eventually I'm going to need to be able to bench press 300 pounds. So that requires a lot of working out I got to do along the way, a lot of workouts. You don't want to get out of bed. You're like, oh, I don't want to go to the gym today or whatever. But you just push yourself out of bed and you go do it, and that's another day that you get to build capacity. And and I say it all the time, is that the more you can handle, the more you can have. And, and it only comes through building capacity. So when people are comfort seekers, 
if you're if you're you know pleasure seekers if if you're like well I'm tired you know well, I need a vacation or I need to take a break or uh or, or like or like folks just <laughs> there's a couple things that that people do that just really really irritate me where they go they're, they're looking for a place of rest in the midst of the time that you're supposed to be running hard it's it's like that place of rest may cost you may cost you your momentum and momentum is hard to get really hard to get and once you get it you just got to keep the gasoline on it and keep it burning like an inferno and and so and so i never want to rest rest at the expense of my momentum and and so for me as things come to me they be hard and challenging and courageous conversations and things of that nature well what do i do at that point I always say, instead of going into it negative, oh, man, I'd be glad when this is over. I said, this is going to be great. The capacity I'm going to build after this is going to be awesome. You know, that's what I'm always thinking about. You know, so the more I can handle, the more that I can have. So many times when things get tough for me, I almost get more excited. It's, kind of, it's like so weird. So my friends are like, what are you all excited about? I'm like, dude, this is going to be great. On the other side of this, this means that I get to have more. I'll be able to have more because if I can handle this, man, sky's the limit. Sky's the limit. So those are those are really a couple philosophies that I have. And you know, so when you build your life that's predicated off of you know capacity building, then that means that hey, I'm I'm thinking about kingdom business far above far above what I'm looking at today. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. That 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 that's what the world needs more of in times like this, because it's, it's right now you it, it's it, you know to many it, oh it's all good but to you you can say wait there's so much more to grow and I've seen the website beautiful and the Thank app you. can you tell us about the app because you are oh my goodness I see so many things I saw the YouTube video sometimes you know I saw other folks videos but I said. They're going to have their own videos here. All yes. of them are going to be replaced. And and All so can you talk about the app and some of the features because you're really teaching uh, manhood and style guide. It's for you know what your daddy should have told you. Um, you yeah, know, yeah. And, and some people, yeah, talk about that. That's so good. That's so good. I'm glad you mentioned that. So, so I realized in being in this industry. What it did for me is is I've helped so many people over the years just behind closed doors with their wardrobe, how to tie a necktie. I've seen young men out and about before years ago that were at the gas station pumping gas, getting ready to go to their own prom and didn't have their bow tie on right or they had tags that were still on their jackets or, you know, um, different things weren't open or they didn't know how to wear a cummerbund properly and all those types of things that I saw over the years and I've corrected all those things. And I realized that when I started, when I started uh, the best pocket square holder and launched that, I said, God, the thing that will separate this from any other product will be the education. So, cause guys really need the how to, we, we, we want it, we clamor for it, but just like me being raised without a mom, also being raised without a father figure in the household, much of those skill sets, like you said, it's like what my daddy should have did. <laughs> it's like, and you know what? Let me take that a step further. We may say this is what my daddy should have did. I had friends who had dads that were in their household that were great fathers, but they were blue collar workers. They never were in a situation where they needed to put on a suit or a shirt 
or a jacket or anything like that. And, you know, and especially some of those guys didn't go to church. So since they didn't, their propensity or, or, or our frequency of wearing a suit was like zero. And I was like, well, so they'll, so they never got those skill sets even from their own dads. So I said, well, how can I help people in a way that doesn't require me to be present all the time? Because I get so many inbox messages and phone calls and people, oh, God, would you dress my son for prom? Would you do this? Would you do that? I'm like, it's just not enough time in a day. And I don't have, and I don't have a, a business structure for that that will help me be compensated appropriately because I was just helping people in general, you know? And, and so at first I thought about making it a magazine. And I thought about making it a book. And I said, I started thinking, I'm like, when is a guy going to sit down and read a fashion book? Never. <laughs> so I said, well, well, where do us guys identify with? If you put it on a phone, you let me identify with an app. You know, as guys, we go in the bathroom. We get real productive when we're in the bathroom. You know, we're on the phone. We're doing this. We're looking at that. I said, that, that, that's where I'm able to meet our men. I'm able to meet them during their idle times. And during their times when they're in flat out need, they got no one they can call, and they don't know which video, they don't know which YouTube video to click on. Just to give you an example, if you want to learn how to tie a bow tie, I ask people, well, what do you do? If you don't know anybody that knows how to teach you how to do it, they say, go on YouTube. I said, man, that sounds like a great idea, but it's going to be frustrating. They're like, well, well what, what do you mean? I said, okay, let's do it real quick. How to tie a bow tie. Click, enter. 33,000 videos on how to tie a bow tie. How do you know which video to look at? Why is this video two minutes? Why is this video 45 minutes? Why is this one 15 minutes? Which video do I click on? You wasted 45 minutes just trying to find the right video to teach you. I said, that doesn't help us. It actually hurts us. So what do you do? We aggregate and we say in our app, there's one video for that particular thing that is the best video, the best teach tape, in order to help you be able to tie that in, 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 in an efficient way. Our videos don't have a whole lot of fluff. We're kind of getting right to it. So that way guys don't have to listen through philosophies. And, and my dad used to wear bow ties back in the day, and that's why I love them and all that. So guys, at the end of the day, don't really want that. Not on the front end. It's like, you want to give the philosophy, do it after you showed me how to do it. <laughs> and, and then it gives me the choice to stick around longer to watch the video. So, um, so that's why we wanted to put together the mobile app for it to end up being a one-stop resource for all things men. And so, so it's now starting to span out into other things. So we've got the how-tos and we're adding, we got a lot more how-tos that are coming and you're right. All those videos are going to end up being flipped and they'll all be mastered by us. And then the other one is, it was important when you think about the whole man, it's, he has to do more than just look good. He needs to think right. He needs to speak right. He needs to have the right association. He has to have the right mindset. So we came up with the man cave, and we speak to entrepreneurship and job readiness and uh, uh, man and the over, overall overall um, manhood, those type of things. We're going to add a literary corner to it for guys that want to read and listen to podcasts and things of that nature. We'll start to add other resources in there like vehicles and homes and getting your credit together and things of that nature. So um, so we're just going to continue to add to it. It's going to continue to go up and up and up and up. But it's an essential. It's an absolute have-to-download app. It's called Best Wardrobe Solutions. It's available in Android, Apple devices, Best Wardrobe Solutions. And, guys, they, we get reviews. 
from those guys, and they're like, it like changed my life. And last but not least about that app, it's also helped out a lot of mothers that were like mine too. So a lot of them really want to help their young men because they're raising men by themselves. And, and they, you know, they don't know how to teach these boys how to tie ties and, and do this and how to wear their pants properly and all of that. But they can say, well, son, here's this app. Somebody told me about it. It's going to really help you here. Here's this video. Click on it. I'm going to walk out the room and you let me know if there's anything else you need. And the boy, and she walks back in the room and he's like, mom, I did it. I tied the tie. I did it. Did a full wins or not? She's like, wow, that's amazing, son. That's great. Well, what did we just do? We now just helped our young men too. But, and we also empowered our women to be able to assist them. Wow. That's impressive. Now, so, so do you uh, see as this app continues to take more shape and you add more content, is this now starting to become uh, more of like a, like a digital lifestyle concierge uh, type platform or like what, what's the, the overall vision? Does, does mm-hmm. uh, Best mm-hmm. Wardrobe Solutions become mm-hmm. um, uh, lifestyle consultants at this point? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You 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 hit the nail on the head. You you did. You did. You you hit the nail on the head. You know, um, when you look at the industry and you really, really, really do your research, if you want to, if you if if you want to associate yourself, you want to associate yourself with men for the long term. If you really want to get involved in that, it has to be done. It has to be done in a place where you guys can meet. Mm-hmm. You know, and um. And in order to do that, you have to be able to eliminate all of the distractions. And so, you know, the Internet directly, you know, websites are great and that's cool, but there's a lot of ways that you can really, you can really take people's attention away and you can kind of, you can, you have people who can be like deflectors to what kind of connection you're trying to make with people. But once you introduce someone into an app, I literally get to bring you into my own world. I bring you into my own world, and it feels more like a concierge service. It feels more, feels more exclusive. You're not going to have a bunch of advertisements rolling and scrolling all over the place because we won't do that. You know, um, all those different things are what guys do not like. So how do we cater to them? Give, give us what we want. <laughs> That's what it is. Give us what we want. And and it takes another man to actually to to actually uh, create that world. You know, no offense to ladies, but they think they know what we want, but they don't. It's like for fathers, they don't give us ugly ties and coffee mugs and socks that don't fit. We don't want that. That's not what we want. But 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 a lot of times ladies want full credit for their intentions. And it's like, that's cool. We're polite. We'll still give you credit for your intentions, but that still doesn't mean that we got what we wanted. And and, and right. so so our mobile app is is headed towards that to be that one-stop place where basically like i'll give you an example if you use a, a app or a service it's called the knot the knot is basically the central hub for all things wedding okay mm-hmm. uh, the statistics have shown that anybody that's getting married or, cons- or considering getting married over 90 percent of people who are getting married they go they go to the knot for something at some point in time, they're going to go to the website, they're going to download the app, they're going to purchase something through there, they're going to take a referral through there, or something. It's like Grand Central Station for weddings. And so our app has the ability to be sort of that same thing for all things men, fashion, the complete male, the lifestyle, the, the lifestyle piece of things also. So you hit the nail right on the head. Excellent. 
Excellent. And it creates a place. And it creates a place where we can meet. We can meet and we can be good. So if you kind of look at it like uh, almost like the barbershop, you know, the cigar lounge or whatnot, you know, when you go in that place, it's it's like it's a place where you can kind of feel like you can take your armor off a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. you can take your armor off and say, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm in here with guys that are like minded or, or, or guys that, you know, we can, we can just be dudes. <laughs> you know, we don't have to use all of our filters that we use throughout the day. And, you know, we don't have to use all of our soft skills and whatnot. We can just be dudes. <laughs> yeah, but that's it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Wow. And, you, you know, a, a big thing on the Shark Tank that was shocking. And I know uh, Mr. Wonderful, a.k.a. Mr. Not-So-Wonderful, uh, my wife's favorite shark, Kevin, um, you know, he was talking about taking it overseas because you're making uh, the product here. Is the product yeah. going to stay being made in America? And is it going to be made or is it made in St. Louis? Yes, sir. Sure is. I have a small team. I have a small team here in St. Louis. I should say I have a small manufacturing company. So we have a team of about 20 seamstresses um that are working you know as much or as less as we need them to and uh and then we also so we have about 12 of them in-house eight of them outside of the company that we actually take the work to or they come actually pick it up produce it and bring it back to us and then we have we have 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 other agencies that we're working with right now that are putting together teams to assist us uh, to assist us as well so so it's a situation where in operating with seamstresses, keep in mind, I was raised by a couple of them, right? Because my mother and my grandmother were both master seamstresses. So when you take a look at that, one thing that's really awesome about it is that um, is that we understand how to actually work with seamstresses where a lot of people don't. It's really actually a dying trade. And so the people who have the knowledge for it are older and they're not really that motivated uh, um, to do a lot of things because a lot of people don't want to pay them appropriately. So we pay them well, we treat them extremely well, and then we we also are able to, to to extract information and 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 expertise from them uh, and be able to transfer those skills into other people who want to learn that trade. So so now we're getting younger seamstresses. We're just showing them how to sew straight lines. You know, and and they're getting good and getting confident. And they're moving from home machines to industrial machines, and and you know they're really loving the fact that they can get paid based off their performance instead of just getting paid by the hour. And 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 then we create this environment that's 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 intoxicating. So you come in our place, the energy is just bananas. Sometimes we got gospel music playing, and a lot of times we'll buy people's uh, lunch, so people are over there eating and finger fooding and snacking throughout the day and, and good positive conversation flowing left and right with some uh, sewing machines popping. It's it's great. It's a great thing. So um so a portion of all of our products are produced not just in the US but they're produced right here in St. Louis. So um we're extremely proud of that. And it truth be told is one of the reasons we're still in business. Uh, because if we had to rely on taking it overseas what the challenge would be with that is, well, you have to buy so much of the product in order to drive your cost down. Now you're sitting with a warehouse full of 
tens of thousands of units, and if it's not moving, it becomes a non-performing asset, and that's how people end up losing 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 the value on their product because when you go around and you're you're administering a lot of discounts on your product, then people kind of become real patient and they'll wait. They'll like, I'll just wait till it goes down. They're going to have a sale on Fourth of July. They're going to have a sale for Father's Day. They're going to this. They're going to that because you ruined the actual value of your product because you're too discount focused. We're value focused. I'd rather give you a lot of value than give you a discount. And and so so for instance, would you rather me give you five dollars off, or would you rather me give you an item that's worth twenty dollars for free with with the product that you got? And so from a value standpoint, we found that people would rather get more for what they're spending instead of just getting a discount. And so anytime we do specials, we do it we do it like that. Just like the Shark Tank special that we have on our website right now it has a lot of value, and it gets seventy dollars value for. $44.99, and it's got a lot of stuff in it, which is kind of cool. So, yeah, we're really proud to be made in America, but even more proud to be made right here in St. Louis and employing people. And our goal is to employ about 15 more people before the end of the year and also be able to teach people a trade all at the same time. That's amazing. And people really need to, if you know, if you haven't been to St. Louis, St. Louis, um, I've, I've written a book, the only book on the Christian industry, entertainment industry, um, mm. and I, I know St. Louis, and I remember, you know, I love Fizzle, think he's a great, great guy, um, yeah. you know, last time I was there, we we did a, a, a an event, but Fizzle, um, you know, about a year ago, was shot in St. Louis. And people called me, because, you know, when you take a picture with someone, they think they're your best friend, right? Yeah, And yeah. people calling me, hey, hey, Dizzle was shot, but what's even more shocking is he had a gun and he was shooting back. Tell him what's going on with that. And I'm like, wait, first of all, Dizzle's not, not a friend. <laughs> you saw a picture. <laughs> Second of all, St. Louis <laughs> is one of those cities. And, and, and third of all, I've been to a lot of white churches and a lot of white pastors who, during their sermon, they carry a firearm um, inside the church and because mm. these are you living in the last days. And so yes. to do that in a city like St. Louis and with mm. what's about to happen in the next you know decade with automation, and I've seen this on yeah. Shark Tank before, and I'm sure um, your favorite shark, <laughs> Damon, John. That's right. Um, you know. He, he's very aware of this because he was right there when the deal was being made, but there was a company that was allowing stay at home moms to do seamstress at home. And then they would, you know, they would send the product in. So with uh, people keep talking about automation, automation, but there's also this thing where everybody wants to work from home. So mm -hmm. one of your, you know, seamstress could go around the world and still work for you as long as she's yes. still giving you the quality and, in, in quantity that you need. So the future, yeah. I mean, you, you've really got something there. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, and you know, here, here's, here's the thing that, you know, anything that you do that is worth, that is worth making a dollar, there's going to be someone or some ones that are going to either want to or execute knocking your product off. Here's the thing. It's, 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 it's so important to stay out as far ahead of all of that foolishness as possible. And one of the ways to do it is that you bring a lot of people to the table 
and give everybody an opportunity to make money off of what you're doing, and you're able to create that level of loyalty as a result of it. Like, for instance, I've built my company to to be a platform where other small businesses would be able to have a competitive advantage. So they sell our product, and they get all the right materials and posters and videos and flyers and all kinds of different things in order to really help promote the product and help it be really easy for them to sell it. We advertise and we drive a lot of traffic towards our stores who carry our product instead of just driving traffic to our website for people to actually purchase it from us directly. We we do big conventions and things of that nature like the Church of God in Christ, Holy Convocation, and the uh, National Baptist Convention and different things like that, because it's important to be out in the public eye and let people be able to touch you and, and be able to actually uh, uh, connect with you out in the public world. Because a lot of people, they love, to, they love the fact, I met the guy who created it, or man, their team's amazing. Wow, their booth is outstanding. And they got videos and they show you this and they show you that and they lint roll you and they do steam your clothes. And when you ain't looking right at the conference, they'll get you together, you know, it's it's those types of things create memories for folks because we know people may not necessarily remember what you said there, but they always remember how you made them feel. And 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 so and so to be big in that particular space is is really really important. And all of that circles back around to having having seamstresses and other people who can work and make money off the backs of what you're doing. What you do is you create a raving fan. You create someone that if someone says something negative about what you do, they will maul them because they go, do not say that about them because, you know, they've helped me make money in this way and that way. And they helped my son and, and this and that and the other. I, my son would have never been able to learn how to tie no bow tie if I didn't have that app and blah, 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 blah. It's like many folks are not looking to build like a tribe of folks that will help undergird your brand. And so for us, we're looking to build that tribe in every single area, from production to who we're selling it to, to who to who we're reselling it to, so that they can sell it and make money. It's like, how much more valuable am I to you every year if you made an additional $20,000 in revenue last year off a product that would never have existed unless I invented it? You know, I think we're going to be pretty cool. I think we would be pretty cool if you got a small store and, you know, you added another 8, 9, 10% to your bottom line that year because of something I created. Well, you know what? You're going to protect our relationship. You're going to protect the integrity of the product. And you're going to let people know, don't buy, don't knock off. Don't go out here and, and do that. And then and then especially for African-Americans, you're like, really? So, you, so you're just going to let the brother not, not make that money? Like, what's that all about? So it's, wow. it's um, yeah. So that's how we think about it. So just just create a tribe and a platform that we all can use, and we all get to go up at the same time. That's how that's how you're really able to protect it. And chances are, the the propensity for it to fail goes down substantially because everybody feels like, well, I'm on the Titanic too. You know, I don't want it to go down. So we're gonna fight. We're gonna bail. Bail water. We're gonna try to we're gonna try to miss this iceberg. Look, we 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 all can't go down. <laughs> so, so that's how we think about it. Well, that that all of this is so impactful. I want the people to marinate. I want them. Uh, you know, we're gonna be praying 
for you because this is uh, something you. that Thank I know you. we can do this again and again. And us as PR folks and marketers and advertisers, you know, um, I know you're going to come on um, at least one of our client show that is perfect for this. Which will be, you know, on YouTube. Um, sure. Is there anything else that you want to let people know? Please let them know where they can go get that Shark Tank special right now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So you can get the Shark Tank special for uh, from um, bestwardrobesolutions.com. That is bestwardrobesolutions.com. Or you can download our free mobile app, which is also called the bestwardrobesolutions.com. Click the online store, and it will take you right to the world where you can purchase any products that you would want to uh, from from us. Right now, it's it's uh, things are going things are going very well, and we're super excited about it. And what's great is that since we produce the product ourselves, we don't have to wait for things to get delivered from China. You know, we're we're able to produce one today, or we can produce a thousand of them today, uh, or, or even or even more than that. So uh, that gives us a huge competitive advantage. We're keeping people employed. Uh, folks are super excited. The energy at at, at our 10,000 square foot facility is just is just awesome, and we want to keep that going 100% by us turning out a good product for you all, not just for you to be able to support us, but for us to support you with a great product, great service, great education. So we have this mutually beneficial exchange. That is awesome, and we will wrap it. We'll wrap it there. Thank you, sir. Awesome. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you so much, gentlemen. You guys are outstanding, outstanding. It was truly a pleasure to be on today, and I'd like to know what other things that I can ever assist you guys with. Because again, we have a platform we could share. I love this quote. It says, "If you want to go somewhere fast, go alone. If you want to go far, take someone with you." And so I say, let's link up yeah. and let's go. There you go. Definitely, definitely. You'll be, you'll be you'll be hearing from from us. Be um, contacting Miss Paula shortly. I mean, the possibilities are endless. Like when you said you created something, um, you know, the hundred year problem. I, we also go after government contracts, and I'm like, hold on. Because mm-hmm. government government buys everything. Government buys everything. People think pe- people don't even think about things that the government mm-hmm. buys. But I yeah. my, my 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 wheels were turning. So yeah, we will definitely we'll, we'll stay in touch. And um, man, um, you know, congratulations. Thank you so much, gentlemen. Thank you so much. So I think this is a good place to stop our dialogue for this episode and allow you, the listeners, to join the conversation and keep the dialogue going with us online. You can do so by visiting our social media at Facebook, Diversified Game Podcast, on Instagram and Twitter, Game Diversified, online, diversifiedgame.com. In your life with the people around you and or join our Patreon and get some nice perks for being involved. If you found a nugget and or like today's episode, you might as well leave a review. And if you leave a review, you might as well share it. If you share it, you might as well subscribe. And as always, thanks for your support. Thanks for getting in the game and listening to the Diversified Game Podcast with Kellen, Tyson, and A.L. 
the number one show pairing entrepreneurship with diverse and inclusive perspectives like wine and cheese, bagel and locks, fish and grits. Be sure to visit diversifygame.com for all the good stuff. Join in the conversation and discover more content.